What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed. Come in now and save 600 bucks on select Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds. Go to sleepnumber.com slash ham. And brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Use the promo code ham for 20% off and free shipping. Now to the segment. The uh, NBA Finals were slated to start on June 4th. One thing I I watched all of Mark Cuban's press conference on Wednesday night. And first of all, it was very good. He said, you know, none of us here are uh, infectious disease uh, controlled people. So we'll leave that to the experts. He said the one good thing, and I'm not speaking for the league, but the one good thing is we just look at all our schedules. We don't have a lot going on after June. So if we need to be nimble with our schedule, we might be able to do that. So, you know, at this point, I, I was pretty confident pretty early that the NCAA tournament would get canceled. Um, I, I, I would say I think there's a chance that some version of the NBA playoffs exist, although I would think if that happens, don't you think it's most likely that the NBA season ends as it's, it's, it's the NBA regular season has ended, and if anything starts back up, it would be with a, an NBA playoff? What do you think right now? Yeah, I, I think that the seeding is kind of set, which is just – a shitty reality of the deal. I, I also am with you on Cuban. I watched a lot of it. I, I think he's probably, he's been in the league a long time. He has so many unique experiences. He, he should really should be the spokesman for the league. Like, I, I'm a big Lakeup guy, but I think sometimes, and I, it doesn't bother me at all. Like, one of my favorite comments in the last, like, decade was the Athletics boss, Alex, when he said bleed him dry, like I like aggressive talking, like I'm all for it. It doesn't always resonate well with everybody, though. Like I, I'm probably on the the minority side with those type comments. Most of it's like, oh my god, like I just think Cuban is can be very measured for being a capitalistic killer. You know, I, I think when he talks, it's just he can just be really impressive, and he also can fuck around. Like he was on part of my take a month ago at the Super Bowl, and he was funny as hell. Like, he can be both, and I think he can strike the right balance. I would just let him talk more. Just let him kind of just speak a lot, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't think he can speak enough, right? He, I think he's the most famous owner. 
I think he can just strike the best balance. And I think when he talks sometimes, he really was. Like, he'll even say, like he was poor 25 years ago. He didn't have anything. You know, he started all this from scratch and he hit it at the right time. And he can be kind of crazy, but I also think last night was just a great example of, did you see the thing that went viral of when it found out, like, Rudy had it and they showed him the phone and he kind of, like, fell off his seat? It was like, I think Cuban just got the news. Oh, that was him reacting to Rudy? I thought that was him reacting to the NBA being suspended. It was either, maybe it was, it was either three things. Rudy, them canceling the game, the game that was happening, I guess, earlier than his, but during his game, or the NBA suspended. I'm not sure. It could be one of those three. I actually think the whole Mavs operation, then Carlisle talked after. Just pretty impressive. Those, like, those two guys are just high-level guys that have been around a while that just yeah, can kind of handle shit like this. That's the other part. They've just been around a while. Like You think of just part of the reason he's the most famous is all his TV shows, all his entrepreneurial stuff. Also, he's just been one of the key faces in the NBA for 20 years now. And I think he's just kind of been a famous celebrity-type guy at a high, on a high level for like 15 strong years now. In a weird position where you don't really like, you still get shit for owner stuff. Like players only get credit. Like you only get shit on. You got to be kind of extreme to get shit on. Like, and I'm not like if you miss a shot, that's getting basketball shit on. I'm saying like, like LeBron's been personally kind of called out for different things. Do you remember the lockout in '99? Mm-hmm. There were some comments made by like Patrick Ewing says like. Yeah, we make a lot of money, but we lead expensive lives. And I think Latrell had a comment about, like, who's supposed to make these Mercedes payments. I'll be, like, these guys are pretty active on social. If the league is canceled for the year, you don't get paid. Like, it, it ends. Do you think, or are we just too socially conscious now? These guys do live in a little bubble. Do we get an out-of-touch money comment? from an NBA player of just like, how am I supposed to pay my rent? And then it comes from a guy that has like a four-year, $40 million contract or something like that. Because that crossed my mind yesterday. Uh, it, it's a good question. I mean, it's always it only takes one, and, and then that bet would hit. I do think these guys are pretty savvy now. Like, I do well, think like they're it, pretty aware, and I think they're a lot of them well, all it would take guy from a community standpoint. Would be Woj or Shams tweeting, the NBA is discussing canceling all games, players don't get paid the rest of the year. All it would take would be a guy quoting that tweet, right? With just some innocuous like, how am I supposed to feed my family? And it's a guy on like a $70 million contract or something. Just something like that. It, yeah. might, it could be semi-harmless. Yeah. Not I out of the realm Because it only takes one. But I, I do think these guys are pretty, pretty pretty savvy about how, how how stuff gets perceived but this stuff's moving so fast that you can just get an emotional reaction from somebody right that because just, again it's it's all relative if you're making that's why i million, am cutting people some breaks right now i i i completely am too. like on twitter now depending on what your twitter take is but like I saw the ACC giving their trophy to the Florida State Seminoles, and I'm like, what are they doing? And then I was like, you know what? Whatever. No one knows what they're supposed to be doing. They'll, they'll, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Did Florida State win the ACC? Regular season, yeah. They were the one seed. Yeah, so I, I got no issue with that. But the idea of presenting them a trophy. Like, why are you presenting them a tournament trophy? Like, <laughs> What did that have in I'm Oregon sure- today? Well, yeah, I mean, 
the, I think a lot of the bylaws is the highest seeded team left in a tournament is the one that wins the tournament. It's crazy when you make these bylaws. Like, what happens if the tournament is canceled? Well, it would take a historic event yeah, like this I, to do it, but you still have to write them in the bylaws. I, I right? was saying, I was thinking that too. Like, credit to whoever was like, no, 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 let's let's just knock out, knock this out, and then we can go to dinner. Like, thirty more minutes. Let's do the act of God part of this uh, bylaw. So I don't know. I, I, I'm, with, I, I'm with you. I'm getting less and less triggered by people just on their crazy takes. Like, I get it. Emotions are high. Well, especially if I, the take is like on something irrelevant. If the takes like you know uh, about life and death, then okay. But if the takes about just stupid shit, which a lot of stuff is, that's fine. Yeah, I went I, to the grocery I, store by the way. Plenty of bottles of water there, John. Well, the NBA. Do you think Rudy Gobert changed the NBA's future? Let's talk about Rudy Gobert. Okay. Not laughing. What kind do of funny? I, do, no, well, I mean, he made can, fun. He he made fun of it. So he, right, he did put you see out the a big thing on the mics apo- apologizing. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The mics because he's getting hammered not because he got COVID nineteen, but because he made fun of the whole thing, touched all the mics, and then had COVID nineteen. Um. So, firstly, on Rudy, are you, are you a COVID nineteen guy, or I, I've just been going Corona? Oh yeah, I go I, I go both. I just I like to mix it up. <laughs> okay, we're talking I, about I, it so I, much. I've been listening to some radio shows. Some drop COVID nineteen sports talk radio shows. COVID nineteen, right. yeah, a lot well, of go get, corona. I've been going corona. I, I just I, what's the protocol? I don't know. They both work, you know. I just don't want anyone to confuse about COVID eighteen. But um, so 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 first on Rudy, uh, Rudy put out a statement. He felt very badly. Rudy to me is like the guy in a movie who's always like spinning the six shooter, like oh, click, and then he actually shoots himself in the chin without realizing there was. Everyone's like, "Don't play with that man!" And then he shoots something, or maybe he doesn't actually hit himself in the chin. John usually he's like playing with it, like puts it in his mouth, click, nothing happens. Then he usually like points it at the air, and a real bullet comes out. Right? That's usually how it plays yeah. out in a movie. So, I'll tell you what: Thursday morning was too early for me. For the, hey man, everyone back off Rudy take. Like, no, 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 let's go a little longer on this one with Rudy. Because uh, it was pretty stupid. And hopefully, all the mics he touched, none of those people have it. Hopefully, if any of them do have it, they can get, or think they might have it, they can get tested for it. It was pretty stupid, but okay, we'll, we'll, uh, We'll back off Rudy a little. Yeah, but yeah, know, I don't. It, Scott Scott Van Pelt called him patient zero on Wednesday night. That seemed like a little much for me. But well, I I heard someone else call Rudy Gobert. I th- Windhorse called him patient NBA patient zero. That's assuming mm. a lot. That's yeah, a patient that's, zero that you fucking know. I'm about. all for like making I, fun of him for the stupidity of the act. I'm not going to start calling him patient zero. No, I, I, I'm with you. M- my issue with Rudy Gobert. Is the like, and I we, then his teammate Donovan Mitchell has it. The freak out, and this is where I'm a little uncomfortable when everyone goes like oh, thoughts and prayers to Donovan Mitchell, and then Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, they all like, hey guys, I'm fine. Like all the information we have is if you're healthy and in that age, nothing, nothing happens to you. Your body fights it off with ease. Just Yet stay in your acts, house and we'll yeah, stay everyone away from like people. reacts like people are gonna die. To me, the craziest thing was Sunday night, by the time I had went to the Kings game, it was canceled. By the time I had gone to my mom's house and driven home, when I got home, checked Twitter, the Utah Jazz were still in the locker room in a circle with masks on because they had to quarantine them. Mm-hmm. The fucking players, guy. That's pretty well, nuts. It was like 58 people got tested. Yeah, so it's just... Turns out that referee 
who then was at the Kings game, the, the whole thing, it all kind of gets back to, I would call the Utah Jazz patient zero. Like, they got some shit going on. Because they are the team. I think the Raptors, did they play them? Yeah, they played them on Monday night. They got so they played like eight teams days. in the last week. John. They've played a bunch of games. And keep in mind, they were they played the Knicks at MSG. Well, the Big East tournament was at MSG, so they were in those locker rooms because someone was like, "The Big East tournament's going on. These guys are going to go back into the locker room where the Jazz just were." It's like I didn't even think of that. I didn't think about this either. I was in the car picking up lunch, flipping around the channels, and Gottlieb was on. And I think the one thing you forget in Grinding. basketball. I mean, I do. Not that you forget, but you don't even think about it. Is it is the one sport where literally every human touches the ball, right? And I thought, like, well, the referees don't touch the players. Yeah, well, he's constantly wiping off the ball and giving it back to the player in, in sweat-induced times, mm-hmm. right? There's just every even if you're not an offensive player, you get a rebound, and you hand it. the The ball gets. I bet if we just did a playerless, if you just did like a program where the player were like little circles and the ball was a different color. Every player in a game touches the ball, right? In some form or fashion. Whether it's just even the shitty guy that doesn't do anything takes the ball out of bounds after baskets, right? Literally every human touches the ball if you're on a basketball team and the referees. Yeah. yeah. That, that had kind of, because I was like, well, no one really touches. Well, actually they do. I was like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. To your like in football, question, if you're a defensive if- tackle, you don't ever touch the ball all game, right? Potentially. Right. Or a corner, or well, depend on the who the corner is. DJ to your original Hayden, question, yeah. I don't think if Wednesday night, if they test Rudy Gobert and like, oh, he just has the flu, like Fred Hoiberg. Did you see that clip of the assistant next to Fred just lathering up hand sanitizer as Fred wow, is like he was freaking out, trying no, to I stay. Didn't. Yeah. Now somebody did say because people were killing Fred. There was a statement that made it seem like they knew ahead of time before the game was even coached that Fred had the flu, that Fred was sick. And someone made the point like, well, Fred still shouldn't be out there with the flu. He's getting other people the flu. Completely but, agree. I'll, I'll be honest. But anyway, sorry, John, I just want to say gu- this. Gun if, to if, my head, you said who's Nebraska's head coach. I don't think Fred Hoiberg is my first answer. Yeah. Uh, to answer your original question on, I don't think if he tests positive for coronavirus, that game gets canceled. And if that game gets can- doesn't get canceled, then – the Kings-Pelicans game doesn't get canceled. And yeah. if that doesn't get canceled, then the NBA still might be playing on Thursday. And if that's the case, then the NCAA tournament hasn't been canceled yet. You could argue Rudy Gobert was the domino that took everything down. Well, right? and and it's not – I'm not saying it's um, – I'm not saying good or bad. I'm just saying – Yeah, because, he's because the here's the thing. To me, this idea that you were going to get through all these conference tournaments and then the NCAA tournament with – or or in the case where you played the NBA season with no fans in the building, right? This is evidence. You were not going to get through the season, or you were not going to get through a month, a month of March with all these different teams, all bus drivers, air travel. People still have to open up the hotel doors. They've still got hotel, uh, I mean, the uh, arena doors, hotel workers. Like, they're coming in contact with so many people. If you looked at the Big East today when it was just friends and family, each person is still like you just think you're. I am a. I am a player. I am starting guard Guy Haverman. Well, friends and family might be five people. It might be two people. So just take fifteen players. You start multiplying them. Uh, four assistant coaches, their family, head coach, his family, radio guy, his wife, uh, cheerleaders AD. were there. I mean, all of a sudden it's like, well, now these small arenas, we've got four teams in them. So there we got five thousand people there in a blink. Maybe not five thousand, but I would say maybe three. 
So my point is, we were what was going to happen, and this is probably maybe Rudy Gobert saved a lot of people a lot of embarrassment because what was going to happen was they were going to yeah. try to play all these tournaments with either no fan, friends or just fans and family, and somebody was still going to get sick. And then they would have had to cancel the thing after that person come in contact with four other teams and nine different officials and fist-bumped every scorer's table guy. And, I mean, it was going to be a mess. I think you're right. I, I think Rudy Gobert through no – I mean, clearly he didn't want the coronavirus. But the way it played out saved a lot of people, a lot of embarrassments, and probably a – there are going to be a lot of lawsuits. That's inevitable. But I, I would imagine those would have been exponentially higher – had games been going on in the NBA, no fans, and had the tournament gone on, no fans. Fans and uh, family and friends, like you said, no fans. It, it would have been, there would have been, it because you can't, who's opening up the Golden One Center? Who's working at the Chase Center? Like, you still would have had to have workers there, right? Still would have been a lot of people there. Still walking by them, security checks. It, it would have, you're right. And, and they would have, they would have got sued even harder, right? Because... They made a choice that would have been like you could argue negligence a week ago, and I, I think that there would probably be some legit arguments on both sides. I'm not a lawyer. Once it became pretty fucking clear, and they still would have tried it because the NBA was going to do it without fans, right? Same with March Madness, and same with the ACC and all these tournaments that they got they got bailed out by the force of this whole thing. And sometimes, you know, that's just the way the world works. Yeah, just, you, you, exactly. You had to be forced. You, 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 it was too many steps to get to. Let's just give away all this money before we have to. And so maybe. Well, if I, if I told you, Guy, what our podcast does in revenue, we got a partnership. And it was going to be 10 times the revenue we normally make. 10 times. What would you and I do to ensure that we got the job done? To make sure that that went down, right? We would fucking cross oceans and jump over whatever to make sure that we had to do what we had to do to do the podcast for that revenue. Whether it was internet was down, I had to we had to drive to Bakersfield, we had to do whatever we had to do to do it. We would get it done. So it's where I get back to the greed thing. I don't necessarily blame people. That's a little different analogy because that'd just be for we don't have employees or whatever. But if we did have a producer or three other people. It would make life a lot easier, and that's just what all this stuff does. It makes life a lot easier and functionality for all this stuff. Like I understand why Joe Lacob wants to keep the thing open. He's dependent on the revenue coming in to keep business going. He just is. Like that's that's the difference between the players. It's where I always do somewhat get the owners back in situations like, well, the owners are billionaires. Well, yeah, kinda. They have fucking these assets. If, if I bought this home for $100,000 and it's now worth $10 million, am I worth $10 million? Well, yeah, kind of on paper. But if I haven't taken out second mortgages or anything, I'm, I'm, my money hasn't changed. And the play, this is where I get to the players. Their only risk ever is always injury. And in sports where the contracts are guaranteed, like Steph Curry has no risks now. I'm not talking about Corona. I'm just talking about just in life. Like, separate from, like, diseases. I'm just saying, like, his one major risk, being a player, is injury. If he if he does get hurt, what's the risk? He's still guaranteed the $200 million, or Jacoby Ellsbury, or baseball players, where if someone at the Chase Center jumps off the top bowl 
to the bottom bowl and kills himself. It definitely could, it's probably less likely at a basketball game, more likely at a football stadium. Like, dude just jumps off and dies. You know who doesn't worry about that? Jimmy Garoppolo. Dude just jumps off at a Niner game, kills himself. Sherman, they just go home. You know whose problem that is? It's Jed's. Right. Like, they have all the liability for everything that makes it go down. And I think sometimes the media just loves shitting on owners where, and I'm not acting like owners are Muhammad Gandhi. My, my point is, though, that, like, it's all, like you said, the, the strength, this gets back to the war, is in numbers. They, they all kind of work together, but they all have different liabilities in the situation. At the end of the day, really, the owner in, in this has a lot more on the line in terms of, like, if some, if they would have kept playing, Steph ain't suing Joe, but the workers are, or the media might, or whoever. Like, Steph just goes home if the thing ultimately gets canceled. I'm just yeah, using what, him as an example. You can use any you player. told me initially that Disney was going to stay open. I'm like, well, they seem to be opening themselves up to a lot of potential legal issues from their own employees who are maybe then, if I'm a lawyer, I'm calling those guys up. Like, hey, hey, guy that's in the Mickey outfit, do you feel pressured to go to work? Well, and see, he would say, how, hell yeah, I need the money. And how could he not, right? How could anyone that doesn't make that much money that is dependent on that smaller amount. If you make forty grand, you don't have leverage in a job. So when the guy tells you you got to show up, you usually just suck it up and do it. And th- those are the guys that really get screwed. By the you way, Middlecoff, I think uh, I do think all the college baseball season was like those sports were canceled, not just the championships, which would make a lot of sense. Well, the Ivy League canceled it. I know that. And if the SEC suspended play for everything, that means the baseball would be stopped. Just a uh, weird time. You know? Yeah. So, um, NBA at this point, you expect, do you expect to be watching NBA playoffs at any point? My, my consistent overall reaction to all your questions today is an, I don't know. I would lean probably not. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I, um, and I, I don't know. And either. I'm not trying and, to be overreaction guy, but no, I know you're not. I, 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 um, I think you're probably that's the safe bet. Now I will say what you makes them unique of all the sports playing right now. Baseball's just beginning and their season's very long. I, I would imagine. I mean, they're postponed. I would imagine we end up with a shortened baseball season. There have been but so many th- bad tweets. There have been a lot of great tweets too. And somebody was like, you know, the problem for baseball is they're going to play a hundred game se- se- season. Everyone's going to realize how much better that is. <laughs> that is a great tweet. Here, here but, would be the but thing, though. The, with- yeah. If, if in a month, it's kind of got contained, but not really. How could you justify just big gatherings again? No, you couldn't. Yeah, but could you justify? And could at that point in a month, is there the potential? I like to me. There's the potential in a month where you say, "All right, it's mid-April. This is when the playoffs would have started anyway. Won't start them now. Let's make everything a five-game series and play the thing. You know, at the beginning." At the beginning of May, maybe shorten it up, and then we're with, fan, we're with fans or no fans. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be hard at that point. To me, at this point, if you're doing no fans, then you just can't play the games, right? That might if be you're the going no fans. Thing I've heard said: if if we got to go no fans, they ain't going to get played. If they're allowing fan, if if you get to this point where you can allow fans into events, then we can restart society. Yeah, but if standpoint. you can't play, because it's. It's, yeah, you're lessening the chance if you don't let 20,000 people in a building, but there's still a lot of people that are just... The other question is, like, in a month, where are we? Are we being encouraged to continue to stay in our homes in a month? 
And you just plan on everybody quarantine. Just continue your normal podcasting practices. Let me ask like you everybody this on Earth has a podcast at that point. You think? Let In me a month? let me ask. I'm working from ask, home. <laughs> let me ask you, what will you do? Like, are you going to change your life over the next couple weeks? Change it how? Like Wednesday night. Alyssa and I had to walk somewhere. There were two options to walk. We could either walk down one street, which is not busy, or a block up, walk down a street that has a lot of people on it. I said, I said, she was ready. She didn't. I was like, let's walk down the street with not a lot of people on it. Fine. That's an easy adjustment to make. Probably overly reactive, but doesn't hurt anything. So we walk down that street. We make a left. The place we're going is on the busy street. As we step onto the busy street, a guy walks by and cough, open air cough, right in our pathway. Like, there was just Ugh. no avoiding it. And I'm like, I, after all those precautions I took, I just had to walk through that guy's cough. So, Like, will you feel yeah, comfortable will, this weekend going to dinner and stuff? You know, with the dinner uh, on, like, Tuesday night, will I feel comfortable? No, you know, you asked me this the other day. Would I feel comfortable going to the NBA game? I, there's not a lot that I could say I'll feel comfortable doing. So Will comfortable. you do it? Will you go to dinner? I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know. I would bet no, um, but I'm not ruling you have it food out. food to make? Got food. Could always what about pick pickup? Up to go. What about DoorDash? Will you trust not DoorDash anybody, or one No, of hell no. If I'm ordering yeah. food, I'm going to pick it up myself. Me too. I, I would agree there. My so, problem is I don't, I'm kind of yeah. empty. I don't have much. Yeah. Uh, I hope that like a restaurant's going to still operate, some to-go operations. You would think, but you just never know. I, I think there's they gotta we're be in a landscape hits. that's yeah, it's changing. Everybody's quickly. taking hits. So we what's feel Purell, the people what's taking Purell hits. stock doing, John? It's gotta be pretty high. It's gotta be pretty high. Peloton? Uh probably yeah, that might take another. Well, I'm buying a Peloton. Great. It'll be delivered in August. I, well, I went to the gym this morning and it was yeah. relatively empty for what it usually really? is. Now I, I did get some I did have a couple moments where me and just an older, older guy, you know, like 75 plus, would just have this look at each other like we're all thinking the same thing. Like, old guys die from this disease. Like, do we just want to keep our distance? It was just, it's just one of those kind of unspoken. Everyone's kind of, it's just, you, you feel it. There, yeah. there is a tension, a yeah. tension with older people right now. No, yeah. That, I, in a weird way. I was in line at the say. grocery store, John, on Thursday. There's, it was pretty empty, and um, there was probably, you know, I was at the front of the line. There's probably like five people behind me. This guy and this girl are walking up towards the back of the line, and the guy gets hit with like this emergency cough sneeze. It's like, ah! And he tries to go, what did you, what did you call it, a vampire? It's a vam- vampire sneeze. Into his elbow? I, but I'm not sure the vampire sneeze is the elbow sneeze. I assume it is because everyone's oh, okay. just saying, "Well, just vampire sneeze." Why? Well, I've that's never that. heard that term before. You told me that yesterday. I hadn't heard it till uh, what's it called? I just call it Corona. Candid nineteen. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, COVID. COVID. <laughs> just makes you sound COVID. like a doctor, you know? Yeah. So um, I feel it's very fraudulent for non-medical people. Yeah, very, very. So cough guy looks up like he had this reaction like oh my god i bet everyone's looking at me right and he looks up and everyone is looking at him you know uh so there's gonna be a lot of those moments awkward time to be a sneezer a coffer mm. regardless of age i suppressed a sneeze today at the grocery store I, I someone told it. me 
someone told me the reason little kids are so immune, and I talked to uh, my cousin who has a couple kids that are like under five. He's like, when you go to like a kindergarten, these fucking kids are putting their other people's hands in their mouths. Like their bodies are just taking all these d- d- diseases just naturally. That it's a different where their their body's only getting stronger and stronger. It's kind of like an animal. Like if you look at a dog, they can just lick water off the ground like a lion would in the Serengeti and be compl- like it looks at it like Gatorade Zero. Like oh, that was a fantastic sip of water right there. Where you couldn't, I I couldn't pay me or you fifty thousand dollars to put our tongue in like the the gutter water. And a dog, if it's thirsty, will fucking drink that like it's a cold cup of water. Fifty thousand, you say? Would you you'd put your tongue in gutter water? Fifty thousand, and take how many sips? What if you got to like take gulps? You could get legit sick. I'd have to do some research ahead of time about the possibility. I I I think more than likely you would get very sick. I would guess no. I would if you just. If you just factor in like oil and poop and just all the things that would just be in there, right? Just the particles that again, dogs are unfazed by, and to an <laughs> to a different element, kids are unfazed by. Then I think people like from twenty to forty to fifty are just in the prime, and then you get older people. To me, there's a difference in old, like if you're in your fifties or even sixties, but like when you see a guy at the gym who like looks closer to eighty than he does seventy, you're just like, well, if I'm just carrying this thing, and I don't mm-hmm. know, I don't want to be. And he's kind of looking at me. It's like a staring contest. He's counting contest. on you. Yeah, and then he like he let me go drink first, and Ooh. I'm tempted to like I don't want to. Should I push the water with my elbow? You know, I don't. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. A lot of Bash Brothers, hi, right. saying hi to people, mm-hmm. which I'm not totally opposed. Like, would you be cool if we just transitioned when you see someone you know just going Bash Brothers, light elbow tap? Uh, yeah. The nice thing about a fist pound is you don't have to elbow tap. You got to get kind of in there, you know. But do you yeah, think the fist? I don't mind an elbow do you, are elbow you tap. ever offended? I saw a couple of people at the combine that I hadn't seen in a while, and maybe it's just the way I was raised. I went out for a handshake. Now I, yeah. I'd say the the corona at the combine lightly, lightly existed. It definitely existed, though. It was out there, but you know, a hundredth of what it is now. Yeah. And I went in for a couple handshakes to guys I lightly, but again, just out of respect, hadn't seen the guy in a while, and I got fist pounds back. Really, and I was kind of I, I, that kind of pisses me off sometimes, guys. It's interesting. Not, I mean, I, not not in a time like not in a time like this. I totally yeah, understand. Yeah, no, it. I understand. I would say for me, there's there's a line like I'm uh, if I'm gonna handshake you. Well, like I said, I like to go for a handshake hug. Um, but well, let's it's say hard let's, now to let's remember. say I'll, I'll give I'll give you an example. Let's say uh, David Shaw, head coach Stanford. I mean, I, he knows who we are. If I walk by David Shaw today, not Corona like going on, but just three months from now, it's hey, hard to remember coach, what the world was like, John. Yeah, hey, Coach John Middlecoff, good to see you again. I would not go in for a fist pound. I'd put out a hand, right? Right, right. And if he wants to go fist pound, then I have to adapt. It's it's on his terms. But I'm going, and it, but I don't always necessarily. If I just respect you, or just out of respect, I will put the hand out. And when you go fist pound. Like, I met Kyle Shanahan one time for a three-minute walk and talk. If the next time I see him, hey, John, good to see you again, I put out my hand and he goes fist pound, I'll get it. But hopefully, I just, I'm going to put out my hand to shake his hand, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Just the respect. I, I just, I don't like that move when a guy goes fist pound. Now, if it's me and you or me and whoever. Bill Walton only fist pounds because he's got, uh, because, but for, due to physical condition. Yeah, Big see, I, he, he's, but again, 
Bill Walton gets to set it on his terms. Like, I, I well, mean, yeah, even if he didn't want, even if there wasn't a physical reason that he does it, of course. But uh, I, I still yeah. believe, even as times change and society changes, again, this is separate from Corona. That there is still a place for a handshake. Do you think men will be washing their hands still in 2021? Where would you rate your hand washing just consistently through in life? High. A very, very efficient hand washer. Would you say you're, is that because you tend to be a germaphobe? Uh, I don't think so. I just always remember to wash my hands as a kid, so I just always kept doing it. I'm not even saying bathroom. I'm just saying in general. Like, if you're going to eat dinner and you hadn't washed your hands recently, would you wash your hands? Uh, probably. Yeah. Especially if it, definitely if I was eating like a hamburger or something like that. So you're on the, I would put you on the high end of men hand washer. Yeah, definitely. I probably would be on the low end of hand washer. We post like, P post public P you sometimes don't wash your hand. Well, it's, it's not a guarantee because yeah. he, here's where I, I will get to. <laughs> I, I've always, I've always struggled with this one guy. I knew it. That you go, well, if I post pee, don't wash my hand. Again, depending if I'm in a corporate setting or if I'm just at maybe my that's house. Why they don't, they, maybe they know you. That's why they don't want to shake your hand. <laughs> if I'm just at my house in the podcasting form, we're going to Periscope. Right. Does right. it matter as much? I don't know. Because listen to this. If my hmm. wife or girlfriend comes over, we don't like, okay, let's get down. I don't. She doesn't go, well, can you stop? Take uh, the loofah and just pull down your pants and wash it. That's not the way it works. So that thing has got to be relatively clean because it gets put into use all over the world with a lot of people without that thing getting washed. Yet a man, just with one hand, I hold with one hand when I pee, the same zip, might do, yeah, it's just only one hand. So do I have to wash the one hand? I feel like Larry Sometimes you go hand behind your back. Like if you're holding something in the left hand, I'll go hand behind my back, pee, and then you just go one weird one-hand wash. That's not the most you efficient would, thing. Why is it appropriate, though, to then use it for sexual stuff without it being washed but after a pee which is a every human animal naturally pees and you just move on probably because uh your hand is used for just general contact with a lot of people who aren't consciously making a decision to uh swap uh spit we'll say with you yeah i mean i i i understand bodily I, I just, precious bodily fluids i guess in, in the world pre-corona I, I've never thought it being a 100% mandate. Now, if you got time, if you're in, more if you're in a rush, like you're kind of late to a meeting, you're late to something. And you a got, meeting you're just, about to start shaking hands at. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're right. I mean, this I can 20 be seconds. More. Again, I, I would say of my peas pre-corona, pre-corona, because now it's like you wash your hands and then you see Purell and you put a little Purell on it, you double down. I would say I'm still relatively high. It's just not a hundred percent. I would say I, I would I'd be closer to eighty than a hundred. That's being full disclosure here. Just how about how me. about how about post poop? How about post number two? One hundred percent of the time. Because I yeah. see you. I, that's the one that really like. I see somebody just walk off in the public restroom. When you see someone come out of the out of the stall and walk off, I, that one stops me. Like damn, I, I I'll defend that guy's about to hit Burger King. I, I will defend the hype on that. I, I feel like in your lifetime, I can count on like one hand the amount of people I've seen actually just walk straight out. <laughs> really? I've definitely you, seen you, it, though. Like they were sitting? Because to me, if well, the I door's didn't see closed what they were doing in there. Standing, I don't know what they were doing well, you, in there. When, when you're walking in, you usually can see which way their feet are pointing. Yeah, right? but I don't really, you know, I might not have noticed it. I try not to look. 
necessarily. I always, uh, well, as as someone that eh, I need to be a solar pooper, and I, I always I, I perfected this at Cal Poly. There were a couple bathrooms on campus that I knew one million percent no other humans knew about, or maybe yeah. just the mm. one professor in the building that could be solo. And oh, I've yeah. prided myself on my life over the years of at Fresno State. I knew the one bathroom that was secretive. At 95.7, I knew where to go to a bathroom. Easier you went down to the 11th the, floor, the, the floor yeah, below. Yeah, I'd, right? I'd go to a random floor like some, yeah. uh, some like up-and-coming startup, which back, I mean, that might have been like Postmates at its like, you know, in, like at the beginning of it, where fuck, they might have taken like our five grand and we might be millionaires right now. Uh, but I just needed a quiet place to get down. And I, I just, I'm like Larry David in that, in his latest episode or a couple episodes. I just like my quiet in there. I don't do yeah. well. I get stage fright when I see other people. No doubt. But you I know, will like always see watch my, my feet. Hands. Then they're going to notice my shoes when I'm out walking around. They're going to know I was in there. If you had to guess what percentage of men don't wash their hands after number two. Because that feels low. Yeah, I would, th- I would think it's low. I feel a lot of t- guys like take pride in that. Like it's like a it's like an operation. You go in, <laughs> you take a reading yeah. material, then you wash. It's like a whole thing. Now the reading material's been flagged, Costanza style. Um, I did see. I was watching the news on uh, Wednesday night, which I never do. And um, they had a story about all the closed buffets in Vegas, and they're interviewing people in Vegas, and a lot of them obviously they're tourists, right? And there's this one couple that they seem like they're European. And uh, they're on their ninth day in Vegas. And the reason they go to Vegas, they love going to the buffets. And they have some friends coming to meet them on day 10. Like, they're not about to leave Vegas. They are nine days in and just trying all the buffets. So they're pretty disappointed by the news. But you know how sometimes a lot of news stories will end with something random? And the last clip is like, is the, the woman says like, oh, you know, Larry over here has noticed something. And Larry's like, oh, yeah. I've noticed a lot more men washing their hands these days. Ha, 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 ha. And then they cut the story. Um, I wonder if women are aware of that part of male, male culture. That, like, a lot of dude, like, is that news to a lot of women? It, it might be. You probably. I, I, I would. <laughs> I would say yes. I, I also, quick hot take. Mm. My younger self would slap me in the face. Buffet's a little overrated. A little? You think they're very overrated? I think very but, but overrated. I, but, but I do think it, like they, some higher end ones do have like legit yeah, options. Th- there are. I'm with you. But to me, it's like it's probably as you've gotten older, you maybe if you've gotten a little better at portion control, trying not to stuff yourself, you realize that it's financially it's a total loss. Because at the end of the day, there's only so much food you can eat. Yeah. So yeah, I can have 19 different things, but how how much of the 19 different things am I eating before I'm like? I wish I could have. I had a. I mean, I and I can eat a lot, but uh, I wish I could fully take advantage of a sixty-five dollar buffet. But I can't. There's no. There is no way. Well, because the steak like, you're getting is not a forty dollars steak. If you get a steak. no, see, one hundred percent. It feels like when you walk in, when you're young to a buffet or buffet lovers, you're like a baseball player, and they tell you in this game you're going to get fifteen at bats. So you're like, fuck yeah, right? I'm going to get. But you actually don't. You get, like anything, you're just getting the same number of bats. Your stomach is your stomach. Yeah. And then, like you said, the shit you're taking, because you see, well, there's pizza, there's pasta, I want some Chinese food, I'll put some pot stickers right on top of this uh, chicken uh, this uh, chicken parm, and then I'll top it off with some ice cream. you got to have some I'll, mac and cheese. Yeah, and then I'll go a little mac and cheese. Oh, we got some crab legs, I'll put that on top. And then you realize it's not, it doesn't actually work, where you'd be better off spending more money just a legit meal. Yep. 
But again, I, I do think if you go to the highest end buffet, probably in Vegas or some of these casinos, you could just pick and choose the sweet items that are really nice. I think the ones that probably have the best chance of being worthwhile are like the high-end brunch buffets if it has like a bottomless mimosa and it's like you're going to be there for three hours because it's just I would say breakfast, mimosa breakfast would be the one. And then maybe they transition with a few lunch items and there's just a lot of – I'm not a seafood guy, but a lot of those will have seafood, right? That's the other problem is if you don't like seafood, well, a lot of buffets – there's a lot of buffets that are like endless shrimp. And it's like, well, that's not doing it for me or crabs the one, like you said. The, the one thing cool about a buffet, though, and I've always – I have a soft spot for this. It does combine two of my favorite foods, pizza and Chinese, as a true fat inside eater. And it's like, you telling me I can go potstickers, chicken chow mein, and like a slice of pepperoni? Like it, it, in theory, it looks awesome. And even on your plate, you're like, this is heaven. Like if I was on death row, and then you eat it, it doesn't just really work. I would argue that a Chinese buffet is far superior because with pizza, you can just order a full pizza for yourself, and that's more than enough pizza, right? Yeah. Chinese buffet, but like, so I don't need a pizza buffet. Chinese buffet is absolutely... That is the best buffet there is, is a Chinese buffet. Plus, a Chinese buffet is like $9 usually. Even if it's 20 it's worth it. Like, Because Chi- Chinese is the food, John. You don't order, if it's just one of you, if it's just like you or it's two people, you don't order seven things, right? Well, you order think like about three think, or four things. Think about this. If you're home alone for the weekend, and let's mm-hmm. just say you get the Chinese food craving, yeah, it's actually a little difficult to order by yourself. It doesn't really work because there's going to be leftovers and the Chinese leftovers can be hit or miss. It, it really is a, a meal to eat with other people. It's actually a perfect family meal, right? Because you can get like three or four boxes and it feeds the family. Where it's, I've done this a couple times, even since I've lived here, and it doesn't really work for a single guy. Even though in theory, you're like, I want chicken chow mein, I want some pot stickers, I want some right. rice. And you get it, you're like, this is way too much fucking like, food. I just spent $53. I know, it, it, it doesn't work. Let me get you out. Of, I saw one thing, and it's just NFL. What are you about? Oh, what I just want to talk about the about the kids that getting three weeks off. Oh yeah, we got to talk about the NFL too, though. Okay, were you in a rush? You got somewhere to be? No, I don't. Let's. You want to talk about the NFL first? <laughs> yeah, hungry. Then we can talk talk about the kids. Then we'll get to the NFL. Well, the Ohio they get a three week spring break, K through twelve. And while this is a serious deal, probably and spring for, break was coming up anyway. John, is that yeah? It, I think it was starting like, break time, starting okay. right now, like maybe starting next Monday. Is that once you get to probably over thirty, real life stuff starts impacting you. You're in a serious relationship. You're in a serious job. You got a legit four hundred one k. You're you know you're trying to buy a home. You're trying to do this. You're trying to buy your own car. Do whatever. And real life, I think, really starts sinking in late 20s, early 30s for most people. Now, some people you meet really mature, really young. But definitely when you're in, high, when you're in like junior high, fucking sixth grade and under, you are oblivious to a lot of things, right? You're fed, you're dropped off, everything's provided for you. Like if you get a baseball glove, it was just bought for you. You know, just your shoe, everything on your body is just... Even your busiest you. days are like, oh, it's so busy. We got to take him to baseball and then karate and then <laughs> piano lessons. It's like, it's all just he, cool shit. <laughs> yeah. And then the worst is like, he has to do his math homework again at home. School, school does suck, but you realize as you get older, it is a cool place to just be around your friends. Right. You know, and there are going to be moments, depending on what grade you are, you're going to be in a lot of classes with a lot of your friends. So it doesn't actually suck that bad. 
the three week spring break to a kid because spring break is always cool unless you like work on like a farm and then it sucks is got to be like hitting the jackpot for a lot of these kids. Mm-hmm. Three week spring break guy for like, can you imagine being like a junior in high school where you got like a little juice where your parents can leave you alone? You can go hang out with friends. I mean, that's, that's a long time. That's like, of- you know, how long summer through two and a half months. That's the yeah, the only problem is unlike summer and unlike regular spring break, your parents are might be home right now with you. That's true. But I mean, don't don't let me rain on that parade. It's uh that impact probably a, a stress for a lot of people who, you know, maybe the kids aren't old enough to take care of themselves and they still have jobs, whatever. It is a stress well, for people. But but for those kids, man, who just can the, the if the cabinet is stocked and it's just all day video gaming, which is probably what yeah. a lot of it is. I think that guy. I see people that are like covered. Stay in your room. School. Do not leave. You can't go anywhere. So just sit over here and play video games. Okay. Yeah, I see. Pe- I see people that cover the NBA. That I. I mean, I don't know personally that I follow on Twitter. That have to be that their avatar. I assume they're like forty. Maybe they're like early thirties. They're like we're gonna be playing a lot of Xbox for the next month. Again, like I, I'm not anti video game. I don't play it anymore. <laughs> and at one point in time in my life, I loved it. But I can't relate to a guy in his thirties who plays a lot of Xbox. Let me find Lewis Riddick's tweet here because I saw one from your boy Lewis earlier. Is he a video game player? We should do a podcast. We just read tweets and react to them. <laughs> well, guy, that might be next Thursday. <laughs> so, uh, that's hold not on, a terrible. Start, start keeping a. Uh, should we make a folder where we just send tweets to? Yeah, people send us tweets you want us to react to. We can call it a. We'll call it takedown. We just take down people's takes. What was Lewis's ham tweet? takedown? I'm looking for it. Hold on. Here we go. Uh, boom! Somebody said, um, "Oh, where'd it go?" Basically, Lewis said all he needs right now is. Oh, here we go. P ninety X, Peloton, PS four. Three of my best friends lately. <laughs> I one thing I'll say with the PS four and Xbox. Some people use those. I don't know if he he might not be a good example for like streaming TV and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I I don't remember Lewis being a video game player. I'm guessing he's got Someone, Sunday ticket through. Uh, I was I was at the combine, and I was out to dinner with some friends from various teams. And this general manager, who's relatively famous, and I was asking one of my friends, I'm like, "What's your day like? Like, what do you guys do?" He's like, "Actually, it's a pretty chill environment. You know, like eight to eight to five, eight to six. And he's like, you know." If, Certain things come up with your kids. You can leave whenever. It's Everyone's kind of handles their shit. And I was like, what does the boss do? He's like, yeah, he's kind of on the same schedule, too. He's got kids. I'm like, what does he do at night? You know, Because every coach in the NFL, the coaches, they're late during the season, on like Monday through Wednesday, Monday through. He's like, yeah, you know, if coach needs him, he'll come back. But I, I think he plays a lot of Xbox at night. You're dead serious. And I was like, God, I didn't expect that. He's like, yeah, he's kind of a night owl, but... You know, he doesn't have much to do. His kids are asleep. I think he plays Xbox. They'll be like, uh, all right, free agency. What do you guys think of Emmanuel Sanders? And the GM will be like, well, he's only an 87 speed. They'll be like, what? Like, I mean, but, uh, I've got him graded as a... But you do realize that if, like, you're under probably, like, 45, and there are a decent amount of GMs in the league that are younger, you did grow up on video games. So it's yeah. like, I probably like shit that other people don't. Like, you just... It's not that... And the video games... If you ever just see a picture of what some of these new games look like, they look Derek Carr Instagram something this morning playing like with his brother on look like Call of Duty. Guy, it looked like fucking real Navy SEALs. I, I do get it if you like video games, how sweet the graphics are. Yeah. 
Maybe he's just know. getting ready to, you know, not get ready for free agency, John. I mean, maybe it's not going to happen. Is do you? What would you right now? As we talk about this. Uh, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.